Right, first things first. you've got your favourite tipple too. If not, then you can pause me now. Ready? Let's begin. Welcome to the Gin Ignite podcast. Whether you want to party or stay in, gin will ignite. This is the weekly show coming to you on a Friday, ready for the weekend, where I go through all things gin. Hello and welcome to episode four, Gin Meets Top of the Pops. Now, I'm sure there's a lots of people around the world and depending on how old or young you are, you possibly don't remember this. Top of the Pops was something that ran from 1964 to 2006. And it was basically a program all about the top 40 chart singles for music. Now, thankfully for you, I'm not going to go through all of my top 40 gins. I think I'd probably bore you senseless. I know you're very committed to your gins, but I'm not sure you're that committed. I'm just going to go through my top five. As usual, for the last few episodes, I'm not going to go through any news this week and I'm not going to go through a gin recommendation. That will happen in the next episode, episode five, which is the live episode when we go live with the podcast. But today, as I said, I'm going to go through my top five five gins and just like top of the pops i'm going to go in reverse order so in number five now this was a difficult one to choose between i knew it was going to be whitley neil but i wasn't sure what it was going to be in fact i probably was sure but i was really torn because whitley neil have brought out some great gins recently two of them are the blackberry and the gooseberry which i love both of them they are really really amazing but i'm afraid i decided to plump for something i've talked about in a previous episode and something that i base my fruit gin on it's kind of my baseline gin and that is the whitley neil raspberry gin and the reason i chose that was mainly because of its flavor it really is just like having raspberries it does taste on its own pretty amazing i'm not quite sure i'd have it as a liqueur there are some gins and the number one gin you'll find out is something that i could have as a liqueur as well i'm not quite sure it's ready for that but it is still pretty fantastic pretty smooth it's great with a mediterranean tonic and as I'm sure you've probably realized already, I do love a bit of a Mediterranean tonic, but it would also work really well. I'm working on a bit of a recipe at the moment for a raspberry daiquiri. And I think it was going to work as a marvelous component within that. So moving on in at number four. Now I was very tempted to put in Chase for this. I do love Chase gin. It's really nice. It's It's got a kind of, that, I've followed them for quite a long time and they, they basically own the farm and they distill it all, you know, so they kind of own the whole process of producing the gin and it chases a lovely, lovely gin. But by a whisper, Abba Falls wins it. 
I have talked about Abba Falls before. Uh, I talked about it in the first episode on World Gin Day. I've also posted about it quite a lot on my Instagram account. I love Abba Falls. It's a really beautiful, beautiful London dry gin. And it's got an amazing flavour and it. it's almost as you finish the flavour of the gin, it gets into that botanical it's not quite botanical, but it is botanical. Oh, I just can't. Oh, it's just such a gorgeous, gorgeous gin. I'd also be very tempted to have it as a dry martini. I haven't tried it yet, but I, I, I will keep you posted on that. I think it would make quite a nice one, to be honest. Now, it's quite delicate, so you do need to be careful what you pair it with. I wouldn't. You could probably get away, I think, with some elderflower, possibly elderflower tonic. Not sure I'd go any further than that though. It's quite, as I said, quite a delicate, delicate gin. In at number three. Now this was probably the biggest fight for gins. I decided I really did need a botanical at this point. And whoa, I've got quite a few botanicals to choose from. I love Brecon gin. Again, another Welsh gin like Abba Falls. Really, really lovely, lovely, lovely flavour. I also love mermaid gin as well. Again, it's something I discussed when on World Gin Day. It's one of the ones I chose. A really beautiful, beautiful botanical gin. Also from 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 Ireland, I love gunpowder gin. Again, a really nice kind of flavour to it. It's kind of got. I think it's sort of tea kegs or something it's got in there. Oh, a really nice flavour. However, I'm afraid for me, and it's something that I did again have on World Gin Day and an absolute favourite. I was actually given this when I left my last company. It's the botanist. The botanist. Botanist? The botanist. Absolutely fabulous, fabulous gin. I've got to be honest, I love as well the passion of the company behind the botanist, the distillery behind them. You see them on Instagram talking about all the botanicals that they found to put in in the gin. They're always saying, are we going off to do research this or do this? They also do a lot of live work on Instagram as well. So I've got to be honest, I'm really, really behind behind them on this. On World Gin Day, they did a lot of work on showing you what people around the world were putting in in cocktails. So I really think were you know worth doing on that. Again, quite a delicate flavour, but I think it would just add something to a cocktail that you could really get on. It is quite expensive. I always think of it like sort of um, uh, the Stella Artois of beers. It's sort of reassuringly expensive, but absolutely gorgeous and worth every penny. Number two. Now, number two, I've got to be honest, wasn't really a contest. I love this gin. It was kind of, I don't think it ever would have got to number one, but to be honest, it's kind of almost number one, really, in my eyes, and that's Martin Miller. I've loved Martin Miller from the first time I tasted it. It's just so smooth. It's such an amazing London dry gin. I think the reason is they basically distill it in London, but they actually get the water from Iceland. And it's that, maybe it's that component. I mean, that, that's what they say, but I, I, I think I have to agree with them, to be honest. 
It's such a smooth, smooth London dry gin and amazing in a dry martini. I had it the other week in a dry martini and absolutely, you know, revolutionised dry martini for me, to be honest. It's a very delicate flavour, so I would be very careful if you, on the tonic you choose. I think it, elderflower is a bit too much for it. I would go for it. I personally would go, obviously, go for a Mediterranean tonic, but a normal tonic would, would be okay as well. But I would be very, very careful with the kind of tonic you put it with. Now, there's lots of tonics coming out. You could probably get away a with the cucumber fever tree, actually. That, that would probably work because that's kind of a, a lighter tonic. Although I'm not sure... The problem with that one is it's quite um, tart, the cucumber tonic. So realistically, you, you want something maybe with a bit of sweetness to it, perhaps. But a wonderful, wonderful tonic. So it comes very, very close to my number one. Obviously, the other four are amazing. Uh, I do have them all the time. Now, this number one is, is great on its own you can have it as a liqueur it's absolutely beautiful now somebody was telling me the other day that it's great with elderflower and i do genuinely want to try it with elderflower i would at the moment choose mediterranean with it unfortunately it's very difficult to buy certainly in the uk all the supermarkets have stopped doing it i have noticed you can get it occasionally on amazon so i have actually got it from amazon before and I think at some point I may have to develop a campaign to to get it back into the UK supermarkets. And certainly I'd like to get it around the world. And I'd like Whitley Neal, who produce it, to get it around the world because it's an absolutely amazing gin. And that's their Quince gin. Thoroughly recommend you try it. So what have I gone through and what are my top five? So in at number five, we've got Whitley Neal Raspberry. In at number four, we've got Abba Falls. In at number three, we've got The Botanist. And in at number two, we have Martin Miller. A very, very close, close, almost first, but it is actually number, number two. And finally, the winner of my top five, Whitley Neal Quince Gin. So I'm not going to go through uh, any information because I am running a bit over. I'm just coming up for the 10 minutes now. I'm not going to go through any information. But as I said, if you want me to push information out to people regarding the distillery that you have opening up or the product that you've just launched or alternatively the bar you've just opened or the bar you're reopening after lockdown please get in touch it doesn't matter where you are in the world i would love to give you a mention and my shout out this week to my instagram community is at gin queen underscore kilpatrick she has a unique insight she's comes up with some great stories and i really really love the way she rolls in inst on instagram she's also been involved in the sunday sunday uh, or meet a Sunday blogger campaign, which has been really, really, really effective and something I'd like to get in on. So if you know how to, what the inside is of that, I'd be, I'd be really interested to know that. I would love to hear from you. So if you want to get in touch, you can get in touch with me at Gin Ignite on Instagram, which is my favourite way to get in touch. 
Alternatively, you can also get in touch with me on Twitter with that same handle or gin.gossip at ginignite.com. If you want to get onto the podcast, you can do so by emailing me or instant messaging me at ginignite. But you can email me on podcast.star at ginignite.com. If you've got any ideas for the podcast, again, you can IM me or alternatively, you can get me on podcast.ideas at ginignite.com. The thing that I like about the gin community that I've met so far is nobody judges anybody for what they believe, what they look like or who they choose to be. The world would be a better place if everybody chose to do the same thing. Grab your jink, toast the ones you love, enjoy your weekend and whether you decide to party or to stay inside on your own or with loved ones, I'll be there in spirit. Yeah, get, get it? Spirit? Okay, too soon. Seriously though, enjoy your weekend and I look forward to joining you on another episode next Friday. Cheers.